Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danker, Timothy Go and Chua Tian Tian with you. It's time now to take a look at the most talked about local headline of the week. And all this happened when this uh, nature enthusiast was at East Coast Park on Tuesday morning, hoping to spot some wildlife, but instead greeted by the jarring sight of oil slicks that's uh, thrust upon the shores. Well, in a post on Nature Society Singapore's Facebook page, the enthusiast spotted the slicks in front of Parkland Green, the crew from the National Environment Agency was already seen cleaning up the area. Mm, they're quite fast in cleaning mm-hmm. it up, but the question ultimately is what kind of damage has been done. On the line with us is Kwa K. Yao, who is uh, former chairman of Marine Conservation Group and Nature Society Singapore. Good afternoon. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. I suppose let's start off with this uh, oil slick that was spotted at East Coast Park. Am I assuming, uh, is it correct to assume that it's from the uh, ships nearby? Uh, yes, we can assume that, but to be honest, we actually do not know what the, the source of the, the oil slick itself. Because we have not any uh, verified reports from uh, any agencies. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, it's very likely that it comes from a, a, a vessel nearby, yeah. Okay, Mr. Kwa, so how big is the oil slick? Are we talking about, you know, disaster kind of? I mean, when, when we talk about oil slicks, I'm thinking about huge oil slicks that we often see in the news. But is this the case here? Hello. Um, for this instance, I would personally classify it as a minor one. It does happen now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to, let's say, like a 2010, you know, we have like a seven kilometers of shore affected by oil slick. You know? So that's due to collision of um, oil, crude oil uh, carrying vessels. So in this case, it's quite a minor one. Mm. Is it fair to ask if all of this could have been avoided? Yes. I mean, we, we probably have to look at the cause of this happening, right? So there are possibility of like um, vessel uh, intentionally discharge the sludge in the, the tanks. Uh, it rarely happens uh, in, in our waters. There are laws against it. The marine port authorities are like, you know, very vigilant on all this. Uh, there are also international laws that prevent that from happening. But I would say most likely it may be caused by uh, accidental discharge. Um, maybe due to faulty equipment, a leak in a pipe or something like that. So with Singapore yeah. being such a busy port for shipping and all this, this is something that is normal, right? What is being done, though, to minimize the impact on our shores? Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to classify it as normal. No? Any okay. oil to us is not normal, right? But something cannot be avoided, uh, right, with, with, yeah. with such an industrial place yeah. uh, like yes, Singapore right. where shipping is the lifeline of the country. Yeah, so it's not unexpected, that's what I, I can say. Um, mm-hmm. Being a busy port with all the vessels moving around our port areas, we have um, bunkering services, like you know, patrol station in the sea. Mm-hmm. We have shipbuilding uh, shipyards mm. and our waters as well. So we are really very vulnerable to all these. Yeah. So, yeah, so it is a, a fact that we have to accept that, you know, we are vulnerable. Uh, there are hopefully ways. We hope that the mariners are a bit more careful, you know, mm. when, when they are when they're transferring the, the, the oil, the crude, or doing the bunkering, and then they maintain their equipment. So, so that will help to minimize the, the chances of this happening. Mm. And of course, the, we also do not like to see major um, oil spills mm-hmm. like collision of vessels. 
that will be devastating, right? Yeah. That'll be a catastrophic yeah. <laughs> issue, right? So in Singapore waters, I think we, we do have like measures put in place to prevent or minimize the risk of uh, collisions, yeah. you know, like um, the traffic separation schemes, that kind of thing, so that the vessel has their own lane to move and they will not collide and cause major environmental um, catastrophe. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure, uh, Mr. Call, if uh, there are... I don't know, filters, floating filters that are put around the perimeter of Singapore shores to minimize that kind of oil slick reaching into our shores. Because reaching the, you know, with this one reaching our shores, like what we saw in the news, the, the hermit crab with half of its feet covered in oil slick can be prevented, right? Yes. Um, so if it's being detected early, mm. then it can be contained first, right? You know, using booms to, you know, no, so that can, it doesn't go Can, can we shore. protect Singapore shores by putting those booms, you know, permanently uh, so that when there is an oil slick, it doesn't even reach our shores? It may not be practical in Singapore. Okay. But considering, yeah, we, we have like uh, even uh, recreational water spots, you know, we right. need to go out to the sea. Smaller vessels need to move in and out mm-hmm. from shore. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I don't think it can be implemented full you know, around yeah. Singapore. You know, it's like a, a fossil fuel kind of thing to prevent uh, oil slicks coming in. Yeah, a nice yeah. dome would work as well, but uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Actually, Mr. Kwan, and this is really a curious question. I'm not going to hold it against you if, if you don't know the answer to this. But in your experience, right, and really just trying to dig into your experience here, uh, usually what happens... If, let's say, after an investigation, they find a particular vessel responsible for such oil slicks, what kind of action uh, do the authorities normally take then? I think I think they'll be charged right, and fined for okay. this, like any other violations in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so yes, if there's a guilty party found, I think the, the company or the, the operator needs to be, they need to be fined. That's one. Uh, we would like them to pay for all the cleanups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, and maybe even the, the loss of marine life. You know? Wow. <laughs> I mean, you need it to be this serious for people to take it seriously or to be extra cautious naturally, right? Just a final thoughts from you, uh, uh, Mr. Kwa. If let's say I am out and about on East Coast and I spot an oil slick, what would your advice be? Uh, what action should I take? Right, so the longer the oil slick stays there, the more impact it will be on the environment. Mm. So the logical thing, of course, is to report that incident immediately to maybe NEA, NPA mm-hmm. uh, as well, just in case that the, there's more oil out there, so they can take measures to contain the oil in the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the faster the response, the less impact there will be on the marine life. All right, respond as quickly as possible. Yes. Uh, we have been speaking with Kwa K. Yao, who is a former chairman of Marine Conservation Group Nature Society Singapore. Mr. Kwa, we appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.